and welcome to Ask Me About K-Pop, the essential guide for recent converts and seasoned fans alike. My name is Shannon. I am the host of this program, and my co-host is across the table from me right now, and she is my best friend in the world. Her name is Angelica. Angelica, how are you today? Hello, Shannon. I'm doing great. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm really enjoying sitting across from you while you're wearing the shirt I made you for Christmas. Which is the greatest shirt that I own and also that I've ever seen. You'll have to take like a good picture of the whole thing so we can put it on Instagram. Yeah, Yeah, I made her a shirt that's like a collage of pretty boys. (laughs) Yeah, Shannon is great at gift giving and she (laughs) spoils me every time. Um, This particular Christmas, I think, maybe topped it all. I've done um, it. Because so she asked me in preparation, she just said, I need you to make me a Pinterest boy, a a Pinterest boy, a Pinterest (laughs) board of all your favorite boys. And so I literally spent hours. Um, looking at pictures and like making a Pinterest board of all my favorite boys, um, which includes like Lei from EXO as well as Min Sok and Kim Jong-in and Chanyeol and Jungdae, uh, all of EXO. And it has Mino, of course, from Shiny and Key and 2PM and CBX, um, all my favorites. And, uh, she took all of them and made this like incredible color blocked collage that's like, <laughs> collage shirt front and back just like repeating pattern of these like tiny faces in like yellow and blue and pink and purple it's so pastel and pretty it's my favorite it really is gorgeous i'm i don't want to take that much credit for it but it's like it's really pretty you should take the boys are doing all the work with their faces i promise but the color scheme like the pattern of it is really nice i actually got complimented today at vons by like the (laughs) checkout guy who was bagging my groceries and like i don't think he knew anything about k-pop but he was like hey i like your shirt so it's just nice it's a good shirt (laughs) plus it's funny that they're like so many of the pictures are them staring directly at the camera so there's just like hundreds of eyes on you (laughs) looking out for my shirt and I just I love it I love it I've really been enjoying it Mm -hmm. they make me feel calm and good (laughs) Uh, they're here to support you okay well here we are episode 12 and we are going to be talking about an essential element of k-pop perhaps I mean, I would argue the most important element of K-pop. I think it's definitely one of the things that that I bring up most often if if I am ever asked about K-pop and like why I like it or what I, mm-hmm. you know, the reason that I do any of this. One of the things I often say first is they still dance. Yes. Their that, pop stars mm-hmm. still dance. Like, yeah. Because for me personally, I know I believe that you agree with this as well. Like, that's my favorite thing about K pop is like, yes, the people are beautiful and the songs are catchy, but what is truly amazing to me about K pop is the choreography itself. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of times, even if I don't really like the song, like if I hear the song first and then I watch the dance, I will like a song just because I like the dance. Like, for example, um, 2 p.m. A-D-T-O-Y. Oh um, that song itself, I don't love, but because every time I, like objectively, if you just heard the song, it's kind of a silly song. Sure. Um, just because of that, like the like voice in it, mm-hmm. you know, the like robotic voice in it. But um, every time I watch it in my head, I picture the dance practice and I can see them like wiggling their butts and like holding the chairs. <laughs> and I just... Like, I'm into it. it. So, yeah. So, I'll, like, enjoy a song because of the choreography itself. So, that's what we're talking about today. Yeah. Choreography. And I love it. And um, I feel like the origins of K-pop choreography are very easy to trace in just that, like, that's what everyone was doing in mm-hmm. the 90s. Like, 
the boy bands that we had here in the West were also doing choreographed dance. That was just kind of the standard at the yeah, time. Yeah, I mean, NSYNC was called NSYNC for a reason. Yeah, because they were dancing. Mm-hmm. And even the solo artists, Britney Spears, yeah. Christina Aguilera, I guess, didn't really dance that well, dirty much. Dirty was but like she, a choreographer. Well, even like Genie in a Bottle had oh, like a choreograph had a had a move and um come on over or whatever. Right. They had in all yeah, the music yeah. videos they had dance breaks. It was like a thing that was happening. But I I don't know why, but it's lovely that it stayed in mm-hmm. K-pop, that that didn't fade away. Like, it kept being part of it, because I it, love it. It also is one of the driving factors in its international recognition, because certain dances will become, like, iconic, like the Gangnam-style dance. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a, it's a dance that everybody learns. Great. And that's something, I think, that sets the choreography of K-pop apart from something like um, Britney Spears or NSYNC in, of back in the day, is that, like, these dances, they become, like, symbolic of the artist and the song and people learn them yes so that's a good jumping off point let's talk about some dance crazes for a moment and i feel like there are there's a distinction to make in what i'm about to talk about um in that i think there are certain dances that come out and they're you know like incredible pieces of like difficult choreography and therein a fan taking time to learn those kinds of dances is like showing it's like there's a dedication and a skill involved and mm-hmm. it's like i can dance this complicated dance you know like when uh, Lucifer, shiny Lucifer came out. Like if you could learn the breakdown of Lucifer or mm-hmm. uh, BTS dope, like if you can do the footwork in that, like that's complicated yeah. dancing, which is definitely an important element of like the mm-hmm. fan culture and whatever. But what I'm about to talk about are these little movements that happen in these songs that like even your grandma could do mm-hmm. just like little things that then catch on through the whole pop culture. The example I can relate to my life is when Bye bye bye. Yeah, bye, yeah, yeah, bye, yeah. bye. Like mm-hmm. every sixth grader knew how to do at least at that least one that move. Bye 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 part, the like waving goodbye. Or I was going to also bring up the Macarena. Sure. I feel like that would be like the best example of a 90s dance craze that swept America is that like everybody knew how to do the Macarena. Yeah. So I think one of the like biggest um, examples of this in K pop that I think was. Um, Proof of how much the Hallyu wave was spreading was the super junior song, Sorry, Sorry. Mm. In the chorus, there's like, you crouch down and you rub your hands together. Sorry, 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 My favorite sorry. thing about this is that Shannon is doing, doing it right this now. This is such a visual medium. you can't see it and I can. And <laughs> this episode, she looks adorable. This episode's going to be weird because we're talking about <laughs> dancing and you can't see anything. But you like crouch and you like rub your hands together in front of you from like left to right. Sorry, sorry, yeah, sorry, and, and, like, sorry. Rhythmically. So when this came out, like, then there were suddenly, like, videos, like, all over the world of people, like, doing this dance in subway stations, in classrooms. Um, it got, there was, I don't know if anybody, do you remember this? There was, like, a prison in, I want to say, Philippines. the Philippines, where they make the prisoners dance as, mm-hmm. like, 
you know, like a a, a group outside activity or whatever. Yeah, yeah. They did a full cover of Sorry, Sorry that like I was you know, just going to bring up the Filipino prison because, um, yeah, they definitely have done, I think, several K-pop, K-pop songs. songs. But that was like the first one. And it was mm-hmm. like, oh, that's this- a viral video that like general audiences might be familiar with. Yeah. So like Sorry, Sorry was definitely one of those. Um uh, in the same year, 2009, uh, Shani's Ring Ding Dong. Ring Ding Dong, Ring Ding Dong, Ring Ding 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 Ding. That's like a, it's, it's a kind big of like sway. a surfboard move. Like, yeah. And then they like move their knees a lot. Yeah. So that was one that like even tiny children could do. Mm-hmm. People loved that. <laughs> um, I brought up in, Maybe it was two episodes ago, the Brown Eyed Girls song, Abracadabra, the arrogant dance mm-hmm. from that song um, was a bit of a dance craze. And one that Psy later called back to in yes. his own choreography. Um, and like, of course, Gangnam Style was a big one. Um, I feel like Psy has had a couple, maybe. Yeah, because Psy definitely, I feel like Psy... Because Psy isn't a dancer, per mm-hmm. se. And I feel like a lot of the 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 joke or the appeal of the choreography that Sai uses is for every it's to be for everybody mm-hmm. like you learn this song so you can like do it at a wedding like a wedding reception and make everybody laugh or at karaoke or whatever. I do have to like put an asterisk on that because you and I have learned Mm -hmm. a Psy song and it's not an easy dance like they are exhausting and they are like they just go and go and it is work and it is tiring to do but it is like objectively simple moves. Yeah. They'll all have at least one move mm-hmm. like Gangnam Style that had the like do. pony yeah. thing, you know, something that everybody can do. Um another one from back in the day, uh Girls Generation G. Mhm. G G G G G. <laughs> like it just these things are just Shannon like <laughs> did the dance as she sang it, but you can't see I'm it sorry. and she didn't describe it. It's basically just like moving <laughs> your fist up and down from right to left and then like pointing a hand gun when you say g and like going yeah. it down um yeah that didn't bring it to life no either, i know but. this is weird it's audio stuff <laughs> we'll just have a list of like clips uh, every can, dance yeah, we'll have we, clips for every dance we mention things. we'll we'll have um all. another one that was like a bit of a that uh, a reason that you can tell that these <laughs> things are popular is that uh other k-pop idols learn these dances and like do Mm -hmm. them on television or like comedians or whatever. Like everybody learns this little thing. And Mm -hmm. there's a Kara song called Mr. Um, that was like a Japanese single, but in the video they have like suspenders that they've taken down and they like do this very like figure eight, like butt dance. And it's like, la 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 la. And it like, Everybody was doing it because it was like very, it's like catchy. Yeah. One of my favorite things about variety shows is when they make or when idols like volunteer to do other other groups dances. Um, my personal favorite is Suho, of X, the leader of EXO, because he loves girl group dances. And he so not only will he like do that, like there's one of their really early weekly idol appearances. He does the sister leg dance, which we've like brought mm-hmm. up in our concepts album when we talked about sister or concepts episode when we talked about sister. Um, but he also is a huge Red Velvet fan. So anytime that there's like a music show or an award show or something and the camera cuts to the audience, like Suho's always doing it mm-hmm. like along with them on the side. It's really yeah, cute. There's definitely like I feel like almost every group 
has mm-hmm. like someone in their group who is learning everyone else's dances. Mm-hmm. Like there's always somebody who is just like very like Boa is like famous for being like so good at picking up choreography that anytime she goes on rea- on variety shows, they'll just show her a clip of something of anyone and then she'll do it perfectly. Amazing. He is the same way. He mm-hmm. chill is the same way. There's like a bunch of people who yeah. are like prodigies at this stuff mm-hmm. and then they also at certain fun shows like have different idols like perform like what's that uh dance that like mino and suho did with the other boys where they're in the red dresses um, oh uh something yeah by whom um oh god oh god oh god oh god oh god girls day girls day so, something yeah they Girl's did. That's another one because the the move is very simple. You put one hand like behind your ear and like one hand kind of on your crotch and you just like bounce mm-hmm. something. And it was like that was a dance So they craze. got like five different boys from groups. I think there's an infinite in there. Definitely Mino from Shiny and Suho from EXO. Like they put on these like long red wigs and these long red dresses cut up to there and yeah. <laughs> do the dance. And they did the dance. So it's really fun. Like the dance, the way that the dance crazes sort of like catch on throughout, not just the fandom, but also the idols. The themselves. idols do them themselves. Because um, idols being fans of other idols is one of the my best. favorite things. Um, Another here, I just I'll just do a couple more examples from the last couple years of like little moves that caught on. Um, in 2015, Girls Generation had a song called Lionheart, and there was a very kind of weird move in the chorus where they like squat down and then like shimmy side to side, and everybody was doing that because it was super weird. Um, and then uh, we talked about this in our tenth episode, the Twice song Cheer Up. Mm. The thing that, like, got them famous and, like, made everyone pay attention to them is there's a part in the song where it's supposed to be shy, shy, shy. Like, oh, you make me so shy. Mm-hmm. And they put their fists, like, by their face and go, shy, shy, shy. But they say, sha, sha, sha. Oh. And the whole country thought that was really, really funny because, like, they knew it was supposed to be shy. And they <laughs> and it was weird. Yet another and, example of bad English in a Korean song. Yes, which I did. I did want to like come back to that really quickly because I just want to make sure that in that episode I didn't sound like a total asshole because like I absolutely 100% like am very forgiving and kind and understanding when people like make English mistakes while speaking to people or typing on oh, the of internet. Course. Like, Learning a language is care. hard. It's hard mm-hmm. and that's great. But like when a company is spending so much money, it yeah. just seems like. You wouldn't, but and this in particular is. A, well, go ahead. I was gonna say is you'd like I, we were saying like you'd think they would spend more time hire better translators, not believe the guy who's like I'm very good at English. But I read an article about how marketing companies who like do international marketing have started to convince people to put bad English on stuff on, on purpose? purpose because it gets attention. Then you get you go viral for having like a silly thing, so it might be on purpose. <laughs> Head in her hands. <laughs> She's so upset. Oh, that's the most infuriating thing I've ever heard. If that's true, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I know, right? But I'd be so upset. So that could be the case, or it just could be poor proofreading. But the point is, Sha 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 was an example of that. And it like blew this group that, up. In particular, almost does feel purposeful because the entire country like immediately noticed that they were mispronouncing it. So like, how did every person who worked on that song not right? mention like, hey, by the way, it's shy, not Sha? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, 
um, and then the one that, damn you JYP the ones from last year that I feel that uh, were that felt big were um, Sonmi's song Gashina mm-hmm. had like a little gun you like hold gun, a gun next bobble. and you just like move your neck real slow mm-hmm. so like anyone can do that so like that was really popular um, and then the Coco Bop challenge Bob, yeah uh, Exo, there's a move in, in Coco Bop that's honestly hard to do and weird. It is. And the funny part about it is, so like the album they released over the summer was called The War and the lead single off of it was called Coco Bop, which was like a fun, like upbeat summer jam dance tune, like sort of EDM-ish. And the, uh, part of it is like, uh, what part of the chorus is this move where they're like moving their arms up and down and like, but as also they, pelvic thrusting and kind of squatting. Almost it's like, like a surfing little... sort of like from side to side. I, it's hard to describe, but what's funny about it is that the Coco Bop challenge came out from it where like, People would just like jump out of an aisle and it's like viral videos of people like you know, jumping like these out kids of an aisle. You play a song yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you dance in the grocery store or wherever you are mm-hmm. and you put it on your but vine. But the Coco Bop challenge was all, all of the fans were doing the move incorrectly. Mm-hmm. And th- so we brought up when we talked about companies, we brought up JYP's Party People. It's a television or a variety show that he does. Um, and in the EXO episode, they do the Coco Bop challenge and some of because Kai, the lead dance, one of the lead dancers explains that like you guys are doing it wrong and like shows them how shows the audience like how to do it correctly so when they make exo do the coco bop challenge themselves like half of them do it incorrectly the way the challenge is actually done and half of them do it the like way the actual choreography is done and that's fun yeah so like k-pop dances are in that case like part of the like the marketing or the pop culture of it all that like these little things like stick with people and like get you to remember the song mm-hmm. or like participate in the song. Um, but it's also, it's not always like just for like silly funds or to get people to like copy it. A lot of times there's like very intense, um, choreographing going on with Oh yeah, the choreography can get really crazy. Um there's oh, I'm so sad that I can't remember the name of this group. They were a crazy maybe you'll remember the name of the the group that does like tricks. The one Speed. that did the, Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a group that's not very well known but they're called Speed. I think if I remember correctly, it's all capital letters, but they have a dance where all of the choreography it incorporates heelys, like those shoes that have yes. wheels in the heels. It's so cool it's it's so cool when i saw that my like jaw dropped they are also like gymnasts essentially so they do a ton of acrobatics in their choreography but they're a group that again like isn't that big so that's always kind of bittersweet to see like a group working so hard to like not that big of a claim yeah um but a lot of times the choreography in k-pop and the thing that got me into k-pop as we said in our first episode like the way you sold k-pop to me was like they dance like all of the dancing it's so intricate Okay, it's it's captivating. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think that what tends to impress me the most is like you know we've talked about before, like because of how much time everybody is spending training. Like in our training episode, we talked you know these kids are spending day and night like practicing their singing and dancing or whatever. But after they debut, that doesn't stop. Mm-hmm. Like when it's time for a comeback, then it's time for everyone to spend all day in the dance studio practicing this thing. So 
a, a good group, a like a really good group will be so in sync with even the tiniest things of like the angle that their wrist and their pinky mm-hmm. is at. Like it's really, really incredible. Especially because a huge part of K-pop choreography is changing the formations when it's like a certain member's time to sing, yeah, right? Yeah, They're yeah. the ones that have to be maybe singled out or in the middle. Um, as I was looking through and doing uh, – cor- this was such a fun episode to research for because I'm the kind of person that just in general, like K-pop aside, I'm the kind of person that will spend hours on YouTube watching choreography mm-hmm. videos. Like that dance studio that's here in L.A. that has the like red wall, I'll watch – all of their stuff over yeah. and over again. Um, so I love watching people dance because I like wish that I could do it. Right. <laughs> um, it's, uh, it's like a vicarious, like masochistic uh, tendency of mine to watch people dance better than me. Um, but so I love watching that shit. And uh, the, as I was watching it, some of the formations are like so crazy. Um, I watched so many 17 videos. Okay. And, yeah. 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 Uh, I'm going to talk about 17 a lot in this episode. Um, you will see why later. But uh, they have – because Seventeen is 13 members, like all almost all choreo- K-pop choreography incorporates intricate formations no matter how many members you have. Like, for example, Shiny's Everybody. Like at a certain point, they make a plane with their bodies. Right. Um, and like Onu is like the propeller in the back. Mm-hmm. Um, and then – but like for a group that has – 13 members, you have to do a lot in order to make sure every member can be seen at different points. And 17 has a really cool trend in their choreography of doing like almost um, pantomime and like making like shapes and stuff mm-hmm. out of themselves because they have so many of them. Yeah. One good example is there's a music show performance uh, for their song Adore You, which is just spelled with the, the letter U. Mm-hmm. One of the times that they did that on stage, it, they didn't do this every time, but one of the times they start out by one of the mem- so like one of two of the members are standing like in the corner on the left and all the rest all the other 11 are standing in kind of like a, a like triangle formation mm-hmm. on the right and one of the members on the left quote unquote like throws the other member like and the other member like lies flat on the floor and the others they fall down like like bowling like he's okay. bowling so they're like pantomiming <laughs> with their bodies like bowling pins and it's really cool like the, they're so in sync and they're really great at like catching little mistakes or whatever like they're such professionals of um like sort of changing up the choreography every time they do it in small ways but like it's so in sync and the formations are truly nuts that's great do you have like just pure curiosity? Like, do you have a favorite or like a handful of favorite choreographies that impress you the most? Like, we can talk about the different ways we feel about different kinds of dances, but like, what is one that impresses the hell out of you? Because I just have one. I mean, or or a couple <laughs> if you have a couple. Uh, I feel like I have so many. Um, I think one of my all-time favorites, and I do find it really impressive, is Shiny's Your Number. Mm-hmm. Um, the choreography for that is amazing. And um, it also sort of tells a story because the whole song tells a story of like, oh, it was raining, so I went into a bookstore and then like our hands touched, whatever. So they kind of – parts of it sort of act out the, mm-hmm. the story that they're telling. Um, I love that one. Let's see. I, anything Red Velvet, of course. I've mentioned that before. I feel like I had others on the top of my head, but Wacky Mecky, I don't, I don't oh, like your yeah. girlfriend is my favorite. Yes, Wacky Mecky, I don't have a girl. I don't uh, like your girlfriend because it has a lot of that, like really um, 
like making good use of the amount of members that they have. There's like a lot of good um, ripple effects or, you know, like, you know, one is standing in the middle and she moves her arm like this and Mm -hmm. all their heads turn like with her arm and they do a cool thing where all their arms are out at a different angle and then they like close like a fan, like cool shit like that. Mm -hmm. I love when there's like a lot of like intense teamwork happening. G friend does that a lot. G friend has a ton of good examples of like the ripple effect, that type style, that move in choreography, the ripple effect is why I loved EXO's electric kiss so much. So I didn't love the song on its, that's another song I didn't love on its own when I just heard it. And then when I watched the dance practice video, I was like, okay, Oh, I get it now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Timmy's move, of course, oh, yes. is probably my favorite. Um, not as far as one that I'm like jealous of, because we know that one. Yeah. It's one of my faves. Um, but because it's the choreography is like kind of more interpretive, like contemporary, not interpretive, but like more sort of modern dance, contemporary dance. Um, it's really sexy. I love that dance. Okay, well then let's take this opportunity to get into figuring out who are the people who are responsible Mm -hmm. for all of these signature dances and all of this stuff. What do we know about the K-pop choreographers? So you actually can find out quite a bit about them because – as we've sort of explained in like our company's episode, the company is responsible for pretty much all aspects of the production and promotion of the, of all of this music. Mm-hmm. And so there are certain choreographers that they don't necessarily, there are some choreographers that are like specifically for a company, but there's also a lot of choreographers that I guess you could say they freelance, like they yeah. sort of work for a bunch of different companies, which can cause some trouble when like if, for example, um, there was like a twice and a 17 song where the choreographer, the fans demanded that, that he apologize for the choreography because the choreography of the twice song that they released was like fans argued too similar to mm. the choreography of a 17 song. Um, and so when you do work for multiple companies and work with multiple groups, you like do have to be conscious of not repeating yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but there's also certain, choreographers who have like a very specific style and so like companies will bring them on for particular songs because they are looking for that style in their choreography like my Um, girl leah kim mm -hmm. yes she's on my list uh because so i looked up like specific choreographers um but i focused on the the ladies the the, like top female choreographers and they are like truly Taking things by storm. Um, one of them, her name is Paris Goebel, I believe is how you pronounce her mm-hmm. last name. She's from New Zealand, um, and she works with a lot of Western artists, uh, Rihanna, JLo, Justin Bieber. We've talked about mm-hmm. her, her and her gang before. Yes, because she, Paris Goebel, choreographed, directed, and also starred in Justin Bieber's Sorry. And so, like, her dance team, of course, they also did, um, CL's Hello Bitches, which we brought up. Um, she does, she did Big Bangs, Bang, Bang, Bang. Ringalinga and Bad Boy, three like very big songs for Big Bang. She did Icon's Rhythm Ta, okay, um, yeah, yeah, To yeah. Anyone Crush, and Four Minute Crazy. So she has like a harder yeah, style, yeah, yeah. like sort of more like a lot of like getting down low mm-hmm, and like, a lot of like popping and mm-hmm. like butt stuff. <laughs> Like yes. that came out wrong, but you know what I mean. Um, then, like Shannon just mentioned, Leah Kim. Um, she's from the One Million Dance Studio, uh, which is kind of like that dance that those dance videos that I mentioned, yeah. like of the studio with the red wall. Well, there's one like that in Korea called One Million. Um, and they, number one 
million. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to bring event, make sure to bring that up eventually in this episode because a lot of K-pop, a lot of K-pop choreographers work at that studio. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a very active YouTube channel. They don't often dance to K-pop though. Um, mm-hmm. you'll see them doing choreography to, like current English pop music mm-hmm. most of the time. If they're ever doing K-pop, it's four songs that they have choreographed. And sometimes the artist themselves like comes to the studio. And yeah. One the- example of that would be Jay Park. Mm-hmm. Um, he has, so he, Jay Park works. Um, oh, where did I wrote her down? Okay. So her name is Honey Jay. Mm-hmm. She's like a street, a very famous like street dancer from Korea. Um, and she has like a, a, um, a, dance crew or whatever that's like well known um but she is the lead dancer and choreography for jay park and so like she did all i want to do um and like thinking of you and so for videos or like so for songs like that um they will record the dance with jay park in the one million dance studio yeah um so that's fun but we were talking about leah i'm sorry i interrupted oh yeah She's no, my instagram okay. my i love her instagram <laughs> i feel like i know her so yeah. let's talk about so her leah more. kim um she's from one million the one million dance studio she's one of the lead choreographers there um one million is also like that's where casper is um, my boy casper <laughs> i was gonna talk about him I'm, eventually i'm gonna too. let you talk about casper because like i said i only okay. looked up the ladies but um casper is a very famous uh K-pop choreographer. Yeah, SM dancer and choreographer. And he, uh, One Million is the dance studio where he learned to dance. So, like, One Million is not just where these choreographers teach. It's also where they, like, take class themselves. Anyway, so Leah Kim, she's done a lot of, like, famous uh, dances. She has sort of, like, a sexy, like, feminine style to Mm -hmm. her dance. So her um, biggest hits are all female groups. Um, She did IOI's song, Very, Very, Very. She choreographed TT and Like Ooh Ah for twice. Mm-hmm. She, uh, we talked about Sunmi's Gashina. She, uh, did she do Gashina? Yep, she yeah, did. she did Gashina. She also did Full Moon and 24 Hours, which are all Sunmi songs. Um, and she choreographed for, for Boa, uh, the song Fox. Yeah. Yeah. So she's a big name, um, very well respected, incredible dancer. Um, one of my favorites though is, uh, her name is Rino Nakasone mm-hmm. and she's a Japanese dancer. She works mostly with SM. Um, she's done, she's wrote, uh, she used to actually be a pussycat doll. Um, and she was on America's Best Dance Crew season three with her <laughs> crew, uh, Beat Freaks and they came in second. Um, so if you were a fan of America's Best Dance Crew, which I was, um, <laughs> You may remember her from there. Um, or if you're a really big Pussycat Doll fan, which I wasn't, but she was there. Anyway, um, so she's Japanese. She works mostly with SM artists. She's done um, Shiny, Girls' Generation, Super Junior, Boa, Kangta, Kangta, Kangta? I think it's Kangta. Kangta, FX, TVXQ. She uh, choreographed Rookie for Red Velvet. And um, she has to, I guess, be my favorite K-pop choreographer because of everything that she's done for Shiny. She did Replay, Love Like Oxygen, Juliet. Uh, she did Your Number, which I just mentioned, um, is one of my favorite choreographies of all time. Um, so she's my favorite. She's done, like, all my favorites. She also did uh, Genie and I Got a Boy wow. for, for Girls' yeah. Generation. Prolific. Mm-hmm. I love it. Um, another very well-known Japanese um, dancer and choreographer, her name is Koharu Sugawara. 
I, I I'm don't sorry. Know I'm anything gonna, about Japanese. I can't gonna help butcher you that either. one. I apologize. But <laughs> Koharu Sugawara, I believe, is how you pronounce that. Um, she is very so. Another dance I mentioned is Timmy's Move. Mm-hmm. Um, so she helped choreograph that, and she also uh, chore- she's in one of his versions of that one of his music videos. Just her and Tim do the dance in the rain. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, she also helped him choreograph uh, Sayonara Hituri, which was one of his like very epic over dramatic Japanese songs Um, (laughs) it looks like something out of Final Fantasy the Mm -hmm. music video is so absurd but uh, the dance is cool (laughs) anyway um, she also choreographed for like To Anyone and, and Girls Generation again um, and the last one that I wanted to mention is uh, a woman named Bae Yoon Jung um, she is a judge and a teacher for uh the reality shows produced 101 and hit the stage. Okay. Um, so hit the stage is a cool show. It's kind of like, uh, so produce 101, we've mentioned a couple of times. That's where we got things like IOI groups, like IOI and 101. 101. Um, where they take like 101 trainees and put a group together for a short period of time. Anyway, Hit the Stage is kind of like a Dancing with the Stars sort of thing where um, K-pop idols will like come on to this show, Hit the Stage, um, and they will get paired up with a choreographer and they'll like practice, learn, and then perform a routine. Like Timin was on it. I believe it's a competition. Um, but anyway, so she's one of the judges and also a dance teacher for the for Produce 101 and Hit the Stage. She did Abracadabra for Brown Eyed Girls and she did Up and Down for EXID. Okay, so those she's are both... created like dance crazes. Those are yeah. Um she also did you mentioned Mr. She did car she did Mr. Okay. Um and she's done a whole bunch for like Girls Day and Tiara. Yeah. That sounds like a lady who knows how to... Yeah. So I was really pleased to see in, like, a very much male-dominated field that, like, the choreographers that created some of these iconic dances or a lot of these iconic dances were ladies. That's great. congrats, ladies. Good job. Keep up the great moves. Well, I'll talk about one boy. Just one. (laughs) Um, His name is Casper with a K. Mm -hmm. Uh, His real name is Kim Tae-woo. But uh, he is known as he's been known as the extra member of like all the SM groups uh, because he has been a choreographer at SM for a very, very, very long time. Um, but he's about the same age as yeah. like shiny. He's and 25, mm-hmm. I think. Um, he just didn't debut. He like wasn't. He just maybe has always a been. A da- he's just mm-hmm. always been a dancer. I like he might be a hundred percent tone deaf, but he's a very good dancer. Um, he choreographed things like Call Me Baby and Coco Bop. Um, he does, he's done all of Lay, my, my boy Lay's, um, solo albums, like What You Need mm-hmm. and Lose Control and stuff like that. Um, didn't he, he also do Why for Taeyeon? Yes, he is prominently featured in the music video Why, uh, by Taeyeon. I love. They, they do like a cute like couple dance in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that dance. He's real handsome and he just is in the background of like everything all the time. Um, so that's why people like call him like the extra member because he's it's like he's a part of like all the SM yeah. groups because he's always around. And, and I he like, teaches at one million. Yeah. And also like was taught there. Yes. Um, but I like when like we mentioned Casper and also Honey J, like some of these dancers or some of these choreographers like are featured in the music video, which I always find fun. Yeah, it's um, fun. And like get to like be a part of it. We're we're such SM stands that I feel like I know I can I recognize SM dancers, but like mm-hmm. I know like if I was following other companies, I'm sure that those people, those fans also like know their dancers. Like Hyuna always uses the same boys. Like mm-hmm. I always 
know them, but I don't know them. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You recognize yeah, their yeah, faces. Yeah. I would say for sure that each, even though, like we mentioned, um, some of these choreographers work specifically with one company, some of them sort of jump around, work with everyone, but each company has a very specific style of dance. I think it's very easy to recognize like, oh, this is a JYP choreographer. Like if you were just watching a group of people, like a fans, fans doing like a dance cover, you could easily identify if it was a JYP, YG, or SM choreography. Mm-hmm. I bet that you could because their styles are pretty different. Yeah, totally. Um, so this choreography game, though, sometimes they don't even need to hire choreographers because there are idols who are doing mm-hmm. their own choreography, which I think is crazy Yeah, with all the things that they already have to do. Mm-hmm. But it's also like really neat. Um, I know you brought up 17 earlier. That's a group that I know for sure their dance captain, Hoshi, does mm-hmm. their choreography, yes? Not all of it. I'm going to talk about Hoshi okay. a lot, um, and I'm going to get into him in a minute. But yes, um, put a pin in that. Put a pin uh, in it. Okay. So there are a lot of idols that get recognition for um, for their choreography, which is really crazy, like you said, all the other things that they're doing. Um, I'm just going to name a couple. Go ahead. Um, so there's a boy group that kind of recently debuted named Astro. One of their members, Rocky, um, he's assisted in the choreography of a lot of their lead singles, and then he choreographed all of their song Firework. Um, there's a member of the group Icon named B.I., mm-hmm. um, who does a lot of their choreography, Um a member of Winner named Song Hyo- Song Hoon, um, and uh, a member named N from the group Vix, and also I was surprised to learn Moonbule from Mama. Yeah. Moon. She does a lot of the choreography. Their choreography isn't like super intense, but it is intricate in small ways. I think. Um, yeah, I feel like it was only surprising because I feel like the more that I learn about Moonbule, I realize how incredibly different she is from the stage persona she's been given. Mm-hmm. Like she's the rapper of the group. But she is an incredible singer and was just essentially told, like, well, the other three sing just enough better than you that you have to be the rapper now. Yeah. Um, and she's usually the one in pants. Like, I don't know if that's she her choice sort of or not. She has sort of a more, like, do, masculine yeah, image. They definitely give her a more masculine mm-hmm. image all the time. And that – but the idea that she is, like, choreographed – like, it just seems the opposite of, like – because usually her moves are just, like, doing rap pants. So, like, it seems <laughs> surprising. Rap hands. I'm doing it too. <laughs> so, like, so it seems surprising that she also mm-hmm. is doing the cute little tap dancey. Like, yeah, she's and like helping teaching with the other stuff. girls. Yeah, like, it's what adorable. The tap dances. Um, Mama Moo does. Re- so one cool thing. I'm going to bring this up before I start talking about Hoshi. Um, one thing that makes me love K-pop so much because I do love choreography is that if a song it, or a music video is really big or popular nowadays. K-pop groups will release dance versions or dance practice videos of the that song. So Yeah, I was going to bring that up because that sometimes those are sometimes rewards, mm-hmm. fan rewards for streaming. Um I know that's definitely how SM does it that like yeah. once a music video goes out, when the regular music video hits 10 million, you'll get your dance version mm-hmm. or your dance practice. Yeah, and it can come in one of two ways. It's either a dance version of the music video, so like they're still on the set of the the music video and they're in the um the costumes. the costumes but instead of like cutting between like whatever acting out the song um they just 
just stay in that room and do the whole dance so that you can see the full dance. Right. And then they also sometimes release dance practice videos um, where it's like a still camera. Sometimes, usually a yeah, still this camera. Yeah, is, this is something that's evolved because I'm pretty – like the way that I believe that this used to work is that these – dance practices were literally just like filmed in the studio to be taken upstairs Mm -hmm. to some kind of executive to be like, are you good with this being the choreography? And then like as a reward to fans, they were releasing those as like, Mm -hmm. ooh, a behind the scenes, like look at them practicing the dance. But now that that's sort of become a thing, now people are like filming purposefully nice dance practices where like maybe they're all wearing the same outfit or they've like lit the studio nicer. Mm -hmm. Like there's more production value in them these days. They used to just be awful camcorder on the floor. Yeah. And you can see like the older versions, like one of my favorites, but is a terrible quality video is like shiny's Lucifer. And that was definitely something that like a manager filmed on their phone Mm -hmm. and then took it upstairs. Um, But then there's something like EXO's monster or whatever. Lights in the studio. Yeah. They like lit it up really crazy and they're wearing like specific or like even we just mentioned Wacky Mackey's I Don't Like Your Girlfriend. Like, they're wearing essentially black. costumes. They're all wearing black so yeah. that it, like, looks... And then other times they do ones that are way more casual. Like, the reason I brought this up is because Mamamoo, they have sort of, like, a comedic, vi- like, image. That's their that's their concept is that they're sort of goofy. And so they do really funny dance practice videos that sort of include on either end of the dance sort of like uncut footage of them like just in Mm -hmm. the studio and sometimes it's them messing around but sometimes there's one like for their more recent song Starry Night the dance practice video includes at the very beginning um, them figuring out what no is it Starry Night or is it anyway there's a couple of music dance practice videos where they include um, the members choreographing it like Mm. deciding what the move is going to be yeah, and another like yeah, the these dance practice videos are interesting and they're my favorite because music show filming is often very bad mm-hmm. and they'll pick the wrong time to put like a close up on someone and you'll like miss the best move. So I love a dance practice video. Um but like another thing that's like become popular lately is like, oh, we put out the dance practice and the music video got another 10 million views. So here's a dance practice where we're all wearing animal pajamas oh, or yeah. here's a dance practice where we all switched places and we're trying to do each other's parts like They've gotten very fun. Yeah, they do. They they do have fun with it. But now. sometimes they get really locked up. Like I mentioned last week, I uh, that my conversion to being on Got Seven Stan. Um, they just they have an album out right now, and their dance practice got locked up on V Live, and you needed a code from the album <gasps> oh, to watch it. Oh, boo! So, yeah, boo. Okay. But they do release a lot of their dance practices. They do. They do have a lot. And most of the time people when things get locked up on V Live, people, people People pull them somehow. Bootlegs are the backbone of international <laughs> fandom. Okay. So let's let's hear about Hoshi. I want to hear about Hoshi now. Okay. Um I have to confess that I think I'm teetering on the edge of standing seventeen. All right. Um I haven't learned all their names yet. I know a lot of their faces. Uh, there are 13 of them, and they're very young. So this is why I'm still on the edge. Well, because... I support you in whatever you want to do, but... But I really like their music. Yeah. Like, I didn't want to get into them because they're so young. I definitely don't, like, crush on any of them um, because they are children. But I really like their their songs, and they are da- their dancing is incredible. Yeah. Um, 
And also, I'm worried that they're having a really hard time. Um, we oh, no. mentioned. Their I know company. you keep learning about them, and like, no, <laughs> my like my my all my research here like turns me in, tur- <laughs> turns me towards seventeen. Uh, maybe I can't deny them anymore. I should just learn all their names. Um, <laughs> I'll have to make flashcards. Yeah. There's so many. Um, okay, so we mentioned I mentioned them and their company when we talked about companies because their company is perhaps as I said in that episode, embroiled in scandal and abuse. Mm-hmm. Um, fans have been complaining that these boys have been mistreated, and here is an example. Oh, boy. Um, so the way that 17 works, because there's 13 of them, they have certain – like we talked about uh, in – I don't know, maybe like the group breakdown, anatomy of a group episode, how like EXO has lines, Mm -hmm. right? Like this are the rap line. This is the vocal line. This is the dance line. 17 is kind of like that. So they have uh, what they call the performance line Mm -hmm. is four members. uh, The leader of the performance line or performance team is Hoshi. Uh, It also includes members June, Dino, and a member named The Eight. I know the eight. The eight. The scoops. The eight. S scoops. Scoops. Oh God. The eight. This is going to be fun learning their names. I know, right? Um, so anyway, these four members are part of the performance team, and they uh, work with choreographers, but they also choreograph a lot themselves. There's a really crazy video that I watched of, like, Hoshi in the process of choreographing this, and one of the members, like, steals his notebook and shows it to the camera because it looks like an alien language. Like, it's such a crazy diagram, and he's like, this is something only Hoshi understands. <laughs> and he gets, like, embarrassed and is like, oh, give it back. But, like, the way he, like, draws it out on the whiteboard and, like, like I said, the formations in 17 are really crazy. And yeah, part of that. Yeah, you have to do it like foot, like football, like, you know, yes, like that's circles what it looks like. for every circles person and or whatever. X's and lines and arrows. And like, it's so crazy the way that he does it. And he, in, as I discovered in my research, is actually responsible for some of the cooler formations that they do. Um, he also, Hoshi has uh, even choreographed for other groups. Like he choreographed um, the song I'm Bad for Newest. Um, and he also choreographed a song called 28.5, which was by a solo artist named Ki Bum Zoo um, that I wasn't familiar with, but the song seems very popular. Um, but anyway, so uh, Hoshi's responsible for choreographing a lot <clears throat> that Seventeen does, and they recently have been embroiled in scandal um, <laughs> because so Seventeen has also worked with a choreographer named Choi Jung Jun, um, and he has had a couple of different issues. One of them, like I said, when I brought up earlier, the um, fans made demanded that Choi Young-ju apologize because uh, oh, for like reusing song choreography. Was too, yeah, so it was too similar to the twice. And then seeing the screen grabs, I kind of agree because some of the choreography for... Uh, so the I don't remember the Twice song, but the um, Seventeen song was called Adore You, which I mentioned earlier. And they have a lot of really cool formations in it. And they're so specific. Like when I first watched the video, I was like, oh, I've never seen a group do that before. And then you see that same formation in the Twice one, mm. which not only is that like shady because obviously it's repetitive, but also because Hoshi helped choreograph Adore You um, and had like a leading hand in the formations themselves. And then Choi Young Jun like kind of ripped them off and used them again for Twice, um, which had nothing to do with uh, Hoshi, obviously. Um, but so recently, so Hoshi and Choi Young Joo worked together to choreograph Adore You 
Pretty You and Very Nice, um, three different 17 mm-hmm. songs. And Hoshi has not gotten credit for the choreography that he did on those three songs. In fact, the company even canceled the choreographed copyrights that were registered in Hoshi's name. Oh. So they originally did give him credit and therefore giving him royalties for those songs and the choreography of those songs. And recently, as of like this past year, 2017, the company has canceled the copyrights under Hoshi's name. Oh, no. And canceled like three copyrights under other performance team members' names. So these boys are now no longer getting paid for the work that they did in choreography, choreographing these songs. And a fan like emailed the company directly to try and get an answer and explanation as to why. And of course, like didn't really get very far. So there's no legitimate explanation for why they initially gave and then took back these copyrights. Um, but so that has been greedy bastards. Yeah, exactly. That's really it. <laughs> I mean, that's why. Yeah. There's no other mm-hmm. answer to that other than yeah. like they were tired of sharing. Mm-hmm. Boo. Boo. I hate I that. I, it makes me sad because I'm, um, I'm falling for 17. <laughs> I like want to take care of them. Um, and I want to, I just want to like take them under my wing and feed Aww. them and, um, and give them the credit that they deserve. Cause they're, they're clearly working really hard. Yeah, definitely. Oh, 17. I know. Poor little babies. <sighs> but I think I'm becoming a carrot. Oh, congratulations. I can't call myself that yet until I learn You're all their names. There. But I believe we also mentioned Hoshi uh, when we were talking about fan chants because he's the one oh, that he's created the, one did the-, <laughs> the highlight fan chant that includes all 13 of their names. That's great. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's sad. But we gotta, we gotta find Sorry. a like, no, it's okay. <laughs> we gotta find like a positive way to end this. Um, so I guess I just want to like talk some more about like dances that you love. Like, so here's a question. Is there like a dance move or a song of the like dances that we have been fortunate enough to learn that like is your favorite? A particular dance move or the, or uh, or a whole dance. Like I for example, like a move that I'm grateful to have learned is that foot thing from I love it the oh, side yeah. because it's now come in handy. It's mm-hmm. like one of those fancy like heel toe things that like make it look like you're just kind of floating in the air. Kind of like a moonwalky thing. And it took me a long time to get it, but I'm really glad I could do it now and it's fun. Mm-hmm. So like that's something that I've that I really enjoy. I always love learning Hyuna dances because I feel like they work for me first like that's what I'm good at yeah I really enjoyed learning Just Dance uh, the Mix 9 song because that was a, a difficult dance, mm-hmm. but I felt like that because it was a it was a dance that was originally for one of those competition variety shows. It included a lot of like basic. Moves. It was like an audition dance yeah. where it had ev- all these elements like hip hop and ballet and jumping mm-hmm. and all these things that you should be able to. Yeah, do. and even like meme dances, like yeah, it the little the, like, backpack, little backpack kid dance in it or whatever. So it was like it kind of covered all the the necessities of like if you want to dance K pop, like you should learn this song. Because what, as we you were mentioning, GOT7, um, Jackson, so GOT7 is JYP, I think we've said before, but mm-hmm. Jackson, one of the members of GOT7, has said before that, like, when he was a trainee or when he, you're training at JYP, you learn, like, you essentially learn the alphabet mm-hmm. of, chore- of choreography. Like, you learn a set of moves. And, like, once you know these moves, the choreography and the dances themselves are just different combinations of these moves. So, like, when you're in training, you learn the alphabet. Yeah. And then when you're – after you've debuted, you learn, like, the you know different sentences or whatever, or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. that they put together for the actual songs. Yeah, and you definitely find once you – 
get into learning K-pop choreography, which is a huge thing. It's like a huge part of fandom. Mm -hmm. It's all over the internet. People like us like have their own little dance teams Mm -hmm. or they make videos teaching other people how to do stuff Mm -hmm. or a big thing at K-pop conventions will be to do these random play dances where they clear the middle of the floor and just start playing a song and you run out if you Mm -hmm. know how to do it. Yeah, or they'll do like fan challenges like when you're waiting outside of a concert like to get in. Like someone will go around and like videotape people doing dance covers. Um, So a bunch of people like learn. It's Learning the dance to your favorite song is a big part of being a K-pop fan. I think so. Like, yeah, it's, it's fun and it's like difficult, but you find the more that you learn um, that there are like definitely staples, like moves that like are always going to come mm-hmm. back. Um, and yeah, it's just really fun. So I say go learn a K pop dance, even if it's just, yeah, even if you just look up the, the shy, shy, um, shy. Yeah, you whatever. could just learn one of those silly dance <laughs> crazes, or like Shannon and I lear- taught ourselves just the chorus of some of our favorite songs. Like, mm-hmm. we don't know all of you, but we know the chorus. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's fun to be able to, like, I mean, not only is it fun to, like, just try and teach yourself, yeah. it's like a mental challenge, like a little puzzle, but also then, like, when you hear the song, you can dance along. And, yeah, and it's fun, fun when you know it. Our teacher always says, like, this is for karaoke, like, for karaoke. Mm-hmm. Like, then you know it for when you go to karaoke yeah. and you can dance the whole thing. Except I won't. I'll forget it. <laughs> You'll remember. I'll forget. I do. I, they are you have, all like, a steel in. trap. I'm so jealous. I don't do it for, like, a day, and I forget what it is. Yeah, I don't know. There's uh, that's the that would probably be the dance I'd say I'm like most grateful to know uh, is G Friend's rough. Uh, G Friend oh, is kind totally. of like known in the K-pop industry for being the girl group that has the like most complicated, mm-hmm. most like difficult dances. Like they dance like boys in that like there's so much going on and it's like very intricate. And we know this one song of theirs called rough and i will never forget it as long as i live i've forgotten a lot of it i guarantee i could do the whole thing right now um do it the listeners would love it (laughs) there she goes um (laughs) um yeah there i do want to clarify uh your comment that they dance like boys oh i guess in the sense that they dance like boys because the boys it tends to dance a little bit more difficultly, I guess. Like some of the boy co- choreography is a little bit more intricate. The G friend choreography is very feminine and delicate yeah. and incorporates almost like ballet esque style. But in the sense that it is very high level complicated choreography, I think is that what you mean? Yeah, meant no, by sorry. Like I was like putting myself in the exact same controversy that Kai started by talking about this very thing. And I feel guilty. Like that's not what I meant. Um, and it's not that other girl groups don't work hard or do things that are difficult. I guess there's just something about G-Friend choreography that is like a step above what most people mm-hmm. are doing. And it is. It's really complicated and they're good at it. Because sometimes with, as you'll find when you like watch K-pop choreography, sometimes the moves that they do, like we mentioned with Psy, for example, like sometimes the moves you just have to, you don't necessarily have to be a dancer in order Mm -hmm. to be able to learn those moves, but something like G-Friend, you have to be a dance. Like, you need to have a significant dance foundation and background in order to do those moves well, I think. I think that's what I was, Mm. that's what I was getting at, but I didn't mean to sound like a Which I'd also like to just clarify is what Kai meant when he, that's what he meant. Like, he meant he is a professional dancer, so 
choreography is not difficult for him. For him. Um, but it was like misinterpreted. But everybody was, it was misinterpreted that he was saying G Friend choreography isn't difficult because yeah. they're girls. But and his then, point was, that wasn't well, his point. no choreography is difficult for me. I'm amazing. Because I'm. <laughs> <laughs> Which I stand by. I'll defend my Nini Bear to the ends of this earth. So back mm-hmm. off. And that's a perfect feel my wrath. <laughs> that's a perfect note to go out on. So that's a little intro as be- as best as we could talk about choreography in an audio medium. So I hope that it wasn't too weird. Uh, but we'll be right back with our random game. But I want to watch the chat one. <laughs> Wait. Ah, we're back. Do you remember that Jimmy Fallon <laughs> character that like did that? Yeah, I do. I brought that up to my husband like this weekend. Like, remember? And we're back. And he was like, he was like no. really nasal. Yeah, and he was like a weird yeah. DJ. Okay. Anyway, the point is, we are back. <laughs> um, and the group that we got this week is a group that's come up for scandalous reasons Scandal. before, uh, and that is Dynamic Duo. Yeah, a rap, technically a rap group, uh, yeah. Korean hip hop, uh, two members, as the name implies, Cheja and Gecko, uh, which literally translates to dog's snout. Cute. <laughs> um, so a little history. Uh, they originally debuted in 1999 in a trio with another childhood friend. Oh, yes. They have been childhood friends They've since been friends childhood. forever. Adorable. Um, so there were three of them, and they were called CB Mass. Um, and then in 2003, the group broke up upon discovering that this third member had been stealing from them. Dun, dun, dun. So uncool. Um, yeah, uh, which I think is a good point to mention uh, at this point in time. Uh, they, like Shannon just said, they debuted in 1999. These two me- these two men are in their late 30s now. Yes. So they're a slightly older group than what we've been than we usually about. get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so they have been dynamic duo since 2003. Um, they've released eight albums. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are both one of which went to number one. Mm-hmm. And they are both constantly, um, at least Gecko for sure, are often featured mm-hmm. on other people's. Yes, I've um, mentioned uh, an artist named Zion T, who's one of my favorites, more like hip hop and R and B than he is K pop. But uh, Gecko has been featured on a couple of his songs. Um, my personal favorite is called Baby, B A B A Y. Um, uh, I know that they also have done songs with Crush and uh, they have had a lot of artists like Chen from EXO has been featured on some of Dynamic Duo songs. So they work – they collaborate with a lot of yes, different people. Yes, definitely. Um, so – I honestly can't say – I know that I, like, have a couple of songs where, like, Gecko is featured, but I don't think I've ever heard a Dynamic Duo song I before. I totally agree. I have, like I – be- I know I have No Makeup, which is a Zion T. Gecko song. I know I have Bebe. I know I have uh, – well, I don't have the Chen song, but, the- yeah, I definitely know his featured stuff and not – specifically dynamic duos so it took us a minute to try to find the most viewed video because these guys are collaborating Mm -hmm. so often like to find the only like pure dynamic duo video so the one we're gonna watch is from two years ago and it is called jam and let's let's see what it's about yeah this is really cute so far Okay, so they're like son and father at a little yellow table, and he's asking him about the jam and like. Honey jam. 
The label is singing. I love this so far. Oh, this is a soup. Okay, now they're dressed as a bee and a flower. No, there's well, a different guy a as a flower. Yeah. But one of them is But Gecko is a bee now. And there's a lady bee in his dreams. I feel like rap videos tend to be funnier than other videos. Probably because like, they're not going to dance. Right, so they need to fill the time. <laughs> so... Cheja just came out as like a red carpet bee. That was threw like money at all of rain. them. <laughs> Gecko's crying. <laughs> oh my god, are they bees for this whole video? I hope so. They're wearing the most ridiculous bee costumes that have these like really big <laughs> They're clearly just like in front of a green screen because the background's all animated. Oh my god, this is so cute. Their whole crew is dressed like various. <laughs> ah, I love it. He's like a gangster bee or like a millionaire bee. <laughs> Pretending the honey's cocaine. That is definitely a trend in the hip hop. K-pop, Korean hip-hop scene, I think, is that, like, rather than be super hard, they make these, like, goofy videos, which I think is a weird and, like, funny twist. Yeah. I am, and I, I don't know, but I imagine that the lyrics are probably, like, clever and funny as well. Oh, there's there a really is, pretty lady girl bee. in a beep outfit. So it's poor bee versus rich bee for the lady bees. That- no! Ugh, a hat with hats braids with fake braids on them make us really angry. <laughs> okay, but all of these okay, hair now it's pretty incredible. Incredible. These are like tree dragons. They're like making fun yeah. of other people now. So They're like being oh. all of Big Bang. That's what that was. I that love was like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I really like this song. I like this song too. No, the poor bee is getting beaten up by a honeycomb. And the rich bee is flying away with the girl. (laughs) This is a jam. I like Hey! It is a jam. (laughs) Jam is a jam. You heard it here first. Yeah, I get you. 벌들이 이렇게 힘들게 꼬리 모으는 거야. 그러니까는 남기지 말고 다 먹어. 음식 갖고 장난치지 말고 시키야. 응? 아, 너나 먹어. Oh, that's so precious. So it's like all framed as a father telling a son the story of where the jam came from. That's so cute. I love it. You just started it over. <laughs> Well, that was fun. I liked that was it. Fun. That was good. I like feel. I feel a little like changed because like and 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 I feel like 
like I learned a lesson in like mm. judgments because literally all I knew about Chejo was what was people being like, he is Sully's evil old boyfriend. Mm. And like, I think I just had a bad view of him because of it. And like, maybe I thought their music was bad, but yeah. it was good. It was good. I liked it. And I, I am a fan of all of the songs they've been featured on. So mm-hmm. maybe I should have done some homework and like looked into them earlier, but I really enjoyed that one. This is a second week in a row where we liked – this is making up for the between disaster <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> of several weeks ago because this one and whatever we listened to last week was good too. I really do. I love this game and I love this podcast and how much it has like started to broaden mm-hmm. my K-pop horizons. And, and I, I love K-pop. I love K-pop <laughs> and I hope you love K-pop and I hope that y'all have been like – making some discoveries of your own because of this. It's super fun. Yeah, it is really fun now that I've like, I mean, I catch myself like an hour into reading like my fifth Wikipedia page or like my fifth like inner click. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like you click on one and you go it leads you to another down. and another uh-huh. and another. Yeah, like once you reach that like fifth level and I look up and I'm like, oh, <laughs> I've been reading about K-pop for like I know absurd details about EXO that I never needed to know, but I guess I, I needed to know. We all need to know. That's what this K-pop podcast is for. I'm going to end this K-pop. I'm going to come out the other side of this K-pop being an – excuse me. I'm going to come out the other side of this podcast being an EXO encyclopedia. That's great. Exopedia. Perfect. Then you can, you know, if you ever decide to like go back to school one more time, you can <laughs> a like, third time. Then you can like become a, a, a scholar doctor, on a scholar, Exo? an archivist, a K-pop scholar, I can be that, an archivist. That lady. Yeah. Oh my god, what that would a be dream fun, right? Job. Um. Okay. I'd dedicate my life to that. <laughs> <laughs> I would too. Let's yeah. hire me, SM. Let's figure. I'll let's be your archivist. That. Let's vision board that. And also, I'll teach correct pronunciation. To your idols. Or not, because <laughs> it's purposeful. No. No. I refuse. Uh, all right. Time for weekly recommendations. Uh, my recommendation for this week actually already got mentioned in the episode, and I held my tongue, and I didn't say anything. <laughs> but my recommendation is the dance practice for Shiny's Lucifer, uh, because it is like – Kind of famous in that uh, Tamien is wearing a black and white striped shirt that, again, because this is, like, poor quality uh, video that was just uploaded as a fan extra, the stripes on his shirt, like, mess the camera up a bunch and, like, make a weird, like, weird uh, optical, optical illusion. illusion. That's kind of distracting. Um, but the other thing about it that's fun is, well, obviously it's, like, it's one of Shiny's greatest dances. It's super cool. Um, but also to prove that this was just like this video was not taken for f- to ever be seen, uh, the version of the song that they are dancing to in that video has different lyrics and a uh, different like chorus part than the final song. Mm-hmm. So it's like up a having. workshop version. Yeah. Almost. So it's like kind of cool in that way. The dance is the same. That didn't change, right? But like some of but the, the song that's lyrics, playing is yeah. weird, and like mm-hmm. the lyrics have changed, and there's like little differences. Yeah. Um, so that's my recommendation. And any dance practice video, like that's a that's a real fun YouTube hole mm-hmm. if you just type in K-pop dance practice and just start watching them because oh, they yeah. really are Hands so fun. Down, one of my favorite things about K-pop is the dance practice videos, and that is actually going to be one of my my recommendation as well. <sighs> Love it, and I'm so glad that you did the old school version because I'm going to recommend a song that I also already mentioned because, like I said, I'm teetering on that 17 edge. Um, so I'm going to recommend the dance practice version of 17's Adore You. And the YouTube video is 
includes fixed cam version in the title. So I don't know if there's multiple versions. The one thing that really breaks my heart about this is that they include the timestamp. So like we were, we mentioned earlier that, uh, um, like these idols, when they're training, of course, they spend all day dancing. But when they're preparing for a comeback, they, of course, spend, again, all day dancing. And uh, this one, in a fun way, like includes sort of like uncut, like uh, almost a, like a blooper reel before they do like the full song at the beginning and at the end. And at the beginning of the video, the sort of like uncut version is uh, time stamped one 15 a.m. And at the end, they like, so they show you like a couple different things that they do. And then they do the full song from start to finish. And after the song, they do a little bit more like they show you sort of the different versions that they did where they were like having fun with it. And they sort of like get goofy. Like one of the members whose name I know, his name is Vernon. Um, in the video, he's the one that his hat falls off. Um, he does like really goofy things at the end, probably because they're getting delirious because the timestamp at the end of the video is 2.30 a.m. Oh, and then they'd finish and they do it and the, they like, they do their whole song and they like finish cleanly and they end it. And then they all run to the front of the, like toward the camera and sit on the floor because in a line waiting for them on the floor are sandwiches and Cokes. Aww. So they like had to do it one more time and then you can eat. And like, hopefully that was done in fun and not, and not in like, that's how they feed them. Yeah. Not in like stick carrot kind of thing. But, um, but uh. the dance is amazing. And to focus on why I brought it up, like the choreography is so good. It is one that Hoshi choreographed himself. It is also one that he lost the copyright for. Uh. Um, but it has some of the coolest formations that I've ever seen in a cape. Like, like I said, there's 13 members. They have to get creative in how they feature everyone and they do it incredibly well. It's super cute and fun. Cool. Yeah. I, I pulled it up just to see. And just so you know, there's a fixed cam version, which seems like you would be able to see everything a follow me version Mm. where they're like getting in close and moving around and they also have a part switch version that they Ah, do on a beach those are always funny so i recommend the fixed cam version because i'm recommending it for its choreography perfect Great. Um, on that note, also a reminder that we are still uh, gathering funds for our first fan project as a podcast. Uh, If you didn't listen all the way to the end last week, shame on you. But also, (laughs) just so you know, uh, we'll be attending a K-pop festival at the end of the month, uh, which... At the end of April. At the end of April. Yes, April 2018, depending on when you're listening to this. Um, And uh, Red Velvet, EXID, BTOB, NCT and Rain will all be at this festival. So we are buying glow sticks in those fan colors and passing them out for free to spread the love. Mm -hmm. So if you want to participate in spreading some K-pop love and want to send us a buck or two, um, gofundme.com slash AMAK fan project. $1 gets three glow sticks and um, I've already got a hundred, but we can do, we can do so many more. This place holds 17,000 people, which I don't know if we could do that, but I don't know. Maybe Maybe somebody listening to this is like an oil baron and they want to give us enough to get 17,000. So we'll see. That'd be cool. But it'll be fun. So if y'all want to participate in that, that would be great. Um, and that concert should be really fun. So make sure you follow us on social media because I am sure that I will Instagram live a significant portion oh, of it. Oh, for sure. Uh, so at AMA K-pop Pod on Twitter. 
and Instagram, amakpoppod.tumblr.com for all of our links for every episode. And if you want to send us an email, we love getting emails, amakpoppod at gmail.com. And I will say, because only because you didn't say the name of the festival, it's oh. the Korea Times Music Festival. Yes. So if you're in, I don't know if at the time that this podcast is published if tickets will still be on sale but um, I feel like maybe. they stay on sale right right till the yeah, end it's at the Hollywood Bowl in LA so it's going to be April 28th and um, you can the Hollywood Bowl is fun if you've never been you get to bring like a picnic you can bring your own booze and food and the tickets sort of are like, pretty reasonable too mm-hmm. like I'm not we're obviously not being sponsored by this so I'm not trying to be a shill but like you know the tickets range from like 200 for the super fancy up close and then the ones up in the grass are like 20 bucks if not yeah. less than that and it's super Super fun and it's like a full day thing, but it's like a comfy place to chill for like an afternoon and listen to K-pop. Yeah, it should be really fun. So uh, yeah, that's it for this week. I don't have a teaser for next week. I don't know what we'll be talking about. I need to Meh, think about that we'll still. Figure it out. I I want to say that it's time to do our biases episode. I've just been putting it off because I like I need real time to sit with my feelings. So that I can describe them <laughs> properly. But I think I'm getting yeah. close. Well, whenever we do that bias episode, I will 100% be wearing this shirt again. Great. Because all my biases are on it. It's such a good shirt. We'll definitely post a picture for you all to see it. But anyway, we'll be back uh, next Wednesday as always. And thanks, you guys, so much for listening. We appreciate it. And bye. Bye. You're our inspiration. We love you. Thank you, Kyle.